Hello and welcome to the Smallwood Sessions. I'm your host, Josh Taylor. It is the day after Election Day here in the United States, and I know you're all very scared because we don't know exactly what's going to happen yet. So here on the Smallwood Sessions, we've decided that we're going to give you something a little less scary. That's right. It's our third installment of our Halloween episode. We have our friend Eric J. coming to talk about things a little less scary than the election. That's right, horror movies and Halloween. Well, I hope you guys enjoy what Eric has to say. And remember, if you want to get a hold of us at the Smallwood Sessions, we're on Twitter, Swood Sessions, Instagram, Swood Sessions, Smallwood Sessions on Facebook, or smallwoodsessions.com. You can check us out there and see all of our really cool stuff we got going on. Now, I apologize that I haven't been releasing episodes every Tuesday like I'm supposed to. But you know what? To be honest with you guys, I think 2020 finally caught up with me. I've been here and I've been trying to bring you guys content every week and trying to keep you guys positive and updated on 2020. And, uh, you know, it's just it's been taking its toll on me and I just needed to take a little break. So now I'm back and the Smallwood Sessions is back and we will be back every Tuesday like we normally are. So check us out where you find your podcast. Check us out on Apple Podcasts. That's the place to do it because there you can rate and review. You do that for us and that makes us a better podcast for you to listen to. Well, enjoy Halloween 3, Season of the Vote. Okay. Well, <laughs> Eric's back. <laughs> um. You're joining us for Halloween, uh, so this should be pretty fun because I know you're a fan of Halloween and horror. And Hell, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, cool, cool. Um, oh, I also, I also know you're a bartender. Um, well, you were at least in a past life. I'm not sure anymore if you still are. <laughs> I still got the skills, but I'm not actively practicing. Yeah. Um, so I have a question. The first thing I have to ask, I bought Jack O'Blast uh, Captain Morgan's the uh pumpkin mm-hmm. captain morgan's what should yeah. i have that with um well in the past i've drank it straight you can do it on the rocks um it's good with baileys so if you if you did like uh um that you know half that half baileys would be really good or with rum chata would probably be really good because oh, uh, you get like a cinnamon like cinnamon pumpkin thing going um so I would probably like make a martini with it. I would either use rum chata in that, maybe spices and stuff. But if you wanted it like with something that wasn't creamy, then I would I'd probably go with like a cream soda, maybe. Oh yeah, that would actually be really good. Or or, or Coke. I mean, it probably would be good with Coke. Mm, it's, maybe it's spiced rum. You know what I mean? Like yeah. But pumpkin and Coke. I don't know if those are gonna go together. Hmm. Right. Yeah, we'll see. I'm actually uh, going to go to the store after this and see get get something to put with it. So, I mean, it, it's it's pretty sweet on its own. So even club soda would probably just make it like a pumpkin soda. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, that might be good. But I think I'm thinking the cream soda would be really good because that'd be like pumpkin pie without actually having right, to have right. cream stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm actually I'm drinking uh, apple cider with Fireball in it right now. So, nice. That's good for me. Good enough for me. So, uh, as a bartender or uh, someone, you've worked Halloween numerous times, I'm assuming. Yes, and or not just the actual nights, but the parties as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it's probably a great night for a bartender, but also a horrible night for a bartender. Um, so, like, what's your best experience as a bartender around Halloween? Um, counting my money at the end of the night because it's always a busy night, so you make a lot of money, um, but you bust your ass. Um, I like I like seeing a bunch of costumes. I like seeing all the effort that people put into things, and especially um, all the a lot of the singers' Halloween costume contest uh, people do a lot of homemade, really inventive things. And so when you work someplace for an extended amount of period of time, and you get to know a bunch of regulars and watch them like up themselves every year, like you know, like, oh my god, what's he gonna do this year? Because last year was so good. Like you look forward to seeing people's creativity. Um, yeah. But as yeah. far as like, I mean, I don't, I think it's probably the worst night to be a bouncer in a bar because you don't know if anybody's really them. <laughs> like, how do well, you know? I mean, you know, that's, a bar, t- that's a bouncer every day now because everybody's wearing a mask True. anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're like from more like that, then you're like, this, this, you, this is your moment because yeah. Katana is. Oh. 
Scorpion. I have a yellow mask I wear every once in a while. It makes me feel like Scorpion every, every time, time I put it on. Yeah. Get over here. <laughs> Get over here. It's great. Carried around like a um, how a harpoon around the house. Yep. Just throwing it at people. Lamb in the wall, like right by Corey's head when she's cooking <laughs> something. Get over here. <laughs> Boosh. <laughs> so are you planning to go out uh, this week, this weekend, anything like that? Um. Well, we were... We're trying to come up with a way we can, we're thinking maybe a slingshot, like, because we want to hand out candy, but we don't want to do, like, the, the candy shoot thing, so I was thinking about just having kids, like, stand at the end of the driveway, and they'll, like, fire it, like, catapult it to them and see if they can catch it, or maybe yeah. we'll pin it with it, or I don't know. Um. <laughs> they can't have it. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> oh, no, and if they, and if they, if they drop it, then I'll step on it, like uh, Rudy and the Monster Squad, and be like, eat it! Exactly. We're doing, uh, we're being nice to the kids. We're going to put a like table out with bags of candy that they can take, like individual bags of candy. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. But then I'm going to sit in the back with a slingshot full of water balloons full of pee and just hit them. (laughs) You should do, you should put (laughs) pee. Okay. (laughs) I'm like, wait a minute. Did I hear that right? Um, What if we put out one of those bowls that says, just take one. And then you sat on the porch or something like in costume, but like a statue. So they thought you were like a dummy. And then you sort of policed it. And anytime a kid took more than one, you were like, motherfucker! And like you charged at him. And it turns out I'm just a scorpion. And I harpooned them for walking away. <laughs> yes. I think that'd be awesome. Yeah. I mean, I've always wanted to do that. Like sit there and pretend that I'm not real and see who comes over that I can scare the shit out of. Do you guys get a lot of people? Uh, you you do live in a neighborhood, so I'm assuming you get a lot of kids. Uh, yeah, the first year we moved here, we went out and we're like, well, because uh, at the apartment we lived in, in near the bar, we tried to hand out candy one year, and I think we got like ten kids. So I was like, well, this is kind of lame. Was that a complex? Oh uh, no, it was just uh, it was a duplex. We lived in the downstairs, right? Oh. I mean three blocks from the bar. So I thought it was like a busier area, but yeah, we ne- kids never came there. So we didn't know what to expect when we got here. And we, um, <laughs> the first year we actually did something really funny. We got uh, like a case of full size candy bars. And then we also got a bag of like all the fun size shit. And as the kids would come to the door, we would ask them random questions. And then based on how they answered them, we would decide whether they got the full size or the fun size. That's so we'd be like, Brittany or Gaga. And if they said Brittany, they got the fun size. But if they said Gaga, they got a full size. Like, we're like Billy on the street. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. Red questions. Um, this one group of kids came up and the main guy was, uh, the little boy was Link. And the rest, of, the rest of the kids were, you know, he was the only Nintendo costume. So we gave him the full size. We're like, this is a Nintendo house. We're like, boom. All the kids, the other kids got Whoppers. Like, we were so unfair, but it was so fun. <laughs> well, it's trick or treat. So, you know, you got to bring right, your A game. Right. right. Uh, one father brought his son up, and we go, Jason or Freddy? And the dad's like, he, he's mentally challenged. He doesn't watch those movies. And we're like, oh, sorry. Like, here, take two pieces. Like, oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, it'd take two fun size, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> take two months. So I was just like, "Wow!" Like, wait, a, wait. First of all, wait to like sell your kid out right in front of him. He could have. He could have just said a name. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, mentally handicapped, you son of a bitch. Get over here. <laughs> it's really, it's really <laughs> do. But I think, I think, all in all, we had um, almost two hundred pieces of candy because I think we had like. 32 full-size bars and we got a bag that was like 150 pieces or something like that and within the first hour we were out wow the street was mobbed it looked like the walking dead it was just kids freaking everywhere john had to leave in the middle of halloween and go to the store to get more candy and but if i if i remember correctly um and and correct me if i'm wrong it was a super nice night out though like the first Halloween you guys were in that house. Cause I think I was at my brother's house and he's like around the corner from you guys. So we were in roughly the same neighborhood, but I think that was, was the year. It was really, really nice when I was, uh, but, um, the second year we didn't hand out candy cause I actually had to work and John didn't, said he didn't want to deal with it himself. So he just turned the lights off. But he said, when he looked outside, I mean, it was, this, he said it was just mob still. So I'm, we do have a lot of families in our neighborhood. So I think that's, that's why, but I'm, I'm wondering if, you know, how many people are going to be coming out this year? I think, I mean, 
from all the people I've talked to, it sounds like at least people are trying to make it work. Do the table thing or make it so that the kids don't have to come all the way up to the door, you know, kind of like half and half. We should put up a video on the table of us preparing the bags with masks and gloves and all sanitized and be like, just so you know, these are perfectly sanitized for your protection or just a video of me like sneezing in every bag. (laughs) (laughs) You have to put a little hand sanitizer up there or, you know, Oh, what about like, um, what about a zip line? Like they used to do at Hooters where they send the tic- ticket to the kitchen. Oh, flip it and- hey, I gotta go, I gotta go do the front yard again. That's gonna happen now. <laughs> Just put a zip line down. All right, ready kids? Fire Snickers at him. And that was simple, man. All that was was a line with a, like uh, one of those big alligator that's, things on yeah, it. Yeah, right through the hole. That would be, uh, that's what we're doing. That was great. <laughs> or like a t-shirt cannon so you could hurt kids. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they get a lot of candy, but it would it would come at a price. Be like, you want the zip line or the cannon, <laughs> yeah, right? And like, and like, fake them out. Like one kid just gets like you know a little packet of M and M's from the cannon, which is easily catchable. But like the next kid might get a water balloon or might get like you know or a like a, a, yeah, <laughs> just like a giant size, like a Toblerone, just like takes a kid <laughs> that off. <laughs> one kid gets like a can of Spaghettios. I'm like, oh shit, dodge it, get down. Yeah, but uh, Corey, uh, since there's no theater this year, she has to produce things to produce. So we're doing a pumpkin parade uh, on the 29th, which is Thursday. So okay. we're lighting up the front yard and lighting up the whole, like it's for the whole neighborhood to do, which I think is kind of cool. But at the same time, I also think, isn't that what Halloween is? Like, it seems a little. Yeah, yes, but it was a chance for like the neighbors to all come out and like walk around and like scope out the houses that you know were gonna participate in Halloween because they're decorated for you know the pumpkin stuff and I mean I did it as a walk or a drive through so it could be you know if it's if weather or people were worried about socially distancing you know yeah it sounds like you thought it up thought about it all. I just feel like I remember being a kid and seeing way more Halloween decorations, way more Christmas decorations. Like, I just felt like maybe I was more receptive to it as a kid, but I just felt like neighborhoods did more back then. People are assholes now. Well, (laughs) but no, but that's the thing. I think that this pandemic and actually that the COVID thing has brought a lot of neighborhoods like closer together. Like there, I feel like we live in a neighborhood now, whereas this time last year, I was like, yeah, we live in a place with a bunch of different people. But now it's like, right. I feel like it's a neighborhood where we kind of like are doing things as a neighborhood and the kids are out on the street playing and shit, you know, and everybody's affected by this. So it's not just a one family issue. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it brought the neighborhoods closer together because you couldn't go anywhere, but like your front yard and you're out in your garage or like, like your driveway, like having a drink and you see your neighbor across the street and you talk to him and you're like, holy shit, we've lived across the street from each other for, you know, eight, 10 years here and I didn't realize your name was Steve or whatever, you know, like right. it's crazy, but I think that's going to affect Halloween. I think there's going to be at least a lot of people out, but I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. It's hard to tell. I don't think people, like you said, though, I don't think people are going to go to neighborhoods that aren't their own. Like, I think that the people that are going to be out are the people that we do see that we have seen, you know, when everybody's kind of going to go to each other's houses like I think it's going to be smaller but I think people are still going to participate but like when I when I was growing up I grew up on Old Liverpool Road and we couldn't I couldn't trick-or-treat there so I'd go to my grandmother's neighborhood and right. for, you know I don't think there's going to be a lot of travel type stuff like that right. anymore. because like I mean even when even before we started trick-or-treating in our neighborhood we used to go to his brother's and it, you know, big neighborhood in Liverpool. I, I don't think there's going to be a lot of crossing the neighborhoods this time. Oh, but on that note, like my brother's coming over here. Well, that's true. <laughs> but I guess Bree's here again, all the time. My niece is here all the time. Well, anyway. and then again, where he lives, it's kind of a similar situation. Like it's a really busy road. It's you know, mm-hmm. there's nowhere to trick or treat there. Yeah. So it could, it could end up being a complete 180 of what we think. It might end up being people are so striving for some sort of normalcy that like the kids are like everyone's gonna do halloween this year like you know we got to do halloween it's the one thing we have to hold on to for the rest yeah. of this year and i mean halloween is actually it's pretty easy to do you put a 
Okay, I'm gonna. This is the PSA from the Smallwood Sessions on how we should be doing Halloween this year. All you gotta do is put like a piece of duct tape on your on your porch, six feet away from your door, and just say, you know, and if you're home, your lights are on and stuff, obviously, so you're paying attention, and just be like, right on the duct tape, kids. You know what to do. You know, you don't need a doorbell. Just shout trick or treat. Like you don't right. need to. You don't need to touch the house. You don't need to touch the doorbell. And then you come to the door and you go, here you go, you little bastards. And you throw candy at <laughs> I mean, or that's. Or just do the table in the driveway as or long the, as it's not. You know, or, or some socially distanced way to do it. But the table right. in the driveway, we don't even need to be here for. Of course, I will be because I'm definitely going to be policing that shit. Right. You don't want to take like five bags each. Yeah. Well, my mom and my stepdad come over and they man the house for us when we go out with the kids because we have kids. So I have to go trick or treating. I say have to. Uh, you can't see air quotes on the uh, podcast, but I, I am pumped that I still get to go trick or treating every uh, year. Oh, yeah. I would too. And our neighbors down the road give beers every year, which is fun. Uh, we hit that turn and we're like, oh, yeah, this is the house. We're going to get a beer. <laughs> That's smart. Tricks yeah. for uh, treats for the adults and the children. Yeah, I would do that here if I didn't have to go out with my kids every year. I'd sit there and get like a case of beer and be like, "All right, first, you know, thirty adults to stop by get a beer." <laughs> You'd have like adults coming by in costume now, like trying to get more than one. <laughs> hey, see no. with that I little Wolverine. No, I would definitely give them give them one again <laughs> if they came back because I used to do that as a kid. I would go home and then I would change my costume and go back out. And have, Nice. Come on. <laughs> I mean, you're putting in the time. You're putting in the time. Like you're doing the work. Yeah, I'm still doing the work. I do the same amount of work. I get well. I do twice as much work and get twice as much game. So, like, I Halloween started at like six o'clock for me as a kid, and I think it ended at like ten. And my yep. pillowcase was like you couldn't even close it. Yeah. Yeah. I remember taking like, like halfway in between though, like a yeah. My grandma's had to take a break, get a snack. Change your costume, party. hit all the houses again. That's not that's not the norm. That's not what everybody does. <laughs> you know what I would do, though? Honest to God, we would go back to my grandmother's house in the middle of everything, and I would get a snack, and we would watch The Worst Witch with Tim Curry. The Worst Witch! So that's how long trick-or-treating was. You had an hour and a half trick-or-treating. You came home, watched an hour and 15-minute movie, <laughs> and then went back out for another hour and a half. Now it's from, like, Six o'clock to seven, seven eighteen or something oh like that. And like, and if you miss year, it, you're fucked. Well, and last year can't entirely count because it was a torrential downpour. Oh, but I think that I think that we were done trick or treating like lights out by like seven fifteen. It was a it was a fucking hurricane last year. Oh my! Well, I mean, it, it didn't stop. It's gonna be cold this year. Out. Like there were kids in the neighborhood all over the place, but it was fast. Like it was warp speed trick or treating. Like trick or treat candy, 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 candy. candy, candy. <laughs> We can deal with cold. The rain oh, fucks you. The like the rain fucks the Halloween. Nobody could get warm afterwards. Oh. Or you were you were cold and hot at the same time. You should have sweat under your mask, and you'd yeah. be like cold sweat. I yeah. had to, like we all came back here, and I took all the kids' costumes. And I put them all in the dryer because like there was so, like all the oh my god, their shoes. Trent was Link, though, last year, and it, it looked great when he was soaking wet because he, like, had the sword and the shield and everything, and he was, like, soaking wet. I'm like, you need, like, lightning bolts going off behind you to make this just fucking perfect, but he had a great costume. Uh, this year, he's being a newsboy, so that's nice. fun. He's, he's being his character from Annie when we did Annie in December at the Playhouse. So, he, so the Playhouse, um, they're no longer in Shopping Town Mall because right. Shopping Town Mall closed. So we had to move all the stuff out of there. And I actually found his costume and I oh. brought it home for him. And he's like, that's what I want to be for Halloween. Like, nice. Like, John, that was easy. And he can wear like eight layers underneath it and still be good. And it's like a flannel and corduroy pants. I'm like, that's a pretty good costume to have this year because it's going to be like 34 degrees on freaking Halloween. Seriously. Remember the um the drugstore costumes we used to get that was just like the vinyl like yeah. and then that shitty mask with a slip for your mouth that you would always just put your tongue in yep. to it, uh, for hours until you cut your tongue open. And then it, yeah, it would break and then you'd cut your tongue like and you'd be like ah! <laughs> and then eat a pixie stick and your day was over, man. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh they, yeah, they stung. Yeah. I remember, I guess my favorite Halloween memory from like nowadays is 
when the kids were little and first starting the trick or treat, Josh and I would tell them that they were allergic to things that they weren't allergic to, so we could eat them. <laughs> it's like a Munchausen syndrome. <laughs> they were allergic. Thank you. Can't have this. Yeah. Oh, uh, we 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 since let them know that they can have peanut butter cups, so yeah. we're not that bad. <laughs> Oh, we used to be like, oh, no, you don't like those. Yeah. You know, you oh, you don't, don't like, like those. those. Those are all like Almond like Joys. Them. They've never tried them. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. That's hilarious. I used to make an inventory list of all my candy. So when I was home, when I was in school, I knew if my dad ate any because I'd have a checklist. <laughs> I'd be like, um, I left today with 11 Snickers and there is now eight. So. Did you ever watch that? I think it's Jimmy Kimmel when he does the. He does like um oh, parents yeah. parents send him videos saying telling their kids that they ate all their Halloween candy, and he like <laughs> puts them together. Oh my god, it's hysterical! Some of these kids get so mad. I've seen videos of that like on YouTube, but I haven't seen Jimmy Kimmel's like compilation. But I have seen kids lose their shit. Oh my god, yeah, oh. some of my you should YouTube that shit. So I'm it's going to. Yeah, I'm or, do, going or to. do it to your kids. Take all, just straight up take all their candy. Don't. Don't pretend. Just take all their candy, because they won't even know. Look, my kids won't even know. I could, Tatum. I could, and I do Tatum. eat their. I don't even get a chance to eat their candy. My kids crush their candy. It's, <laughs> it's gone though. Trent, like even if Trent didn't know, he'd be like, "That's okay." Tatum would be like, "Oh, do you mean you ate my Skittles?" <laughs> but on the on the flip side of that coin, by like November sixth. All their candy's gone, and they had like a duffel bag full of it. <laughs> like a week later, they're like, "My stomach hurts." I'm like, "Well, you ate uh, your weight in candy over the last week." So, are they like the Tasmanian devil, all sugared up, like bouncing off walls? Yep, pretty much. So we deal with that for a week rather than having to deal with it a little bit for three months. You know, right. I think that works out better. Just crazy for a week rather than a little crazy for a month and a half. Yeah, so. Do people think about popcorn balls? Do you remember popcorn balls? Do people think about those things? I don't think you can anymore. Like people yeah. see popcorn. Well, I mean you can, but people see a popcorn ball in the bag and they're like, mm, nope. Unless it's like a pre-wrapped. They have pre-wrapped ones. Yeah. They can get like Snyder's popcorn balls or something like that. There's always weird shit in my bag. Popcorn balls, like a few pennies. Pennies. Yep. I remember the pennies. Yeah. Like what? No. Yeah. Give me candy. I can't eat a penny. That the orange and black. Um, oh God! What are those even? I don't even they're, know. They're not caramel. They're not. They're supposed to be peanut butter, but they're like peanut butter taffy. Like yeah, I think they're taffy. And and I hated them as a kid, but now, like, those are pretty good. Is maybe it's an old person candy? I think it's an old person candy. And now that I'm becoming an older person, I'm like, oh, I, I like this old person candy. So can we can we do that? Can that be a segue for a minute? Can we talk about like candy that we like that nobody else likes? Yeah. It's like I really like Necco wafers. I do too, especially the black licorice ones. I, see, I like the I like the yellow ones, like the banana ones. You, they do not make <laughs> Necco wafers anymore. They don't make them anymore. That's right. The company like went under, didn't they? Uh, I don't think the whole company did because I think it's a big a bigger company that did it. But I yeah. think like Necco wafers themselves, they stopped production. But I guarantee if you found some that were made whenever they stopped production, because this isn't a recent thing that they haven't been in production, but I bet if you found some, they would taste exactly the same. <laughs> yeah, chalk. Like yesterday. Because <laughs> chalk does not go bad. <laughs> They're basically just rollings, just cut in thin strips. Yeah. And flavor. I love the old lady strawberries that are filled with a strawberry jelly. Uh, yeah, those no are, idea what they're called. The old, old lady, lady strawberries. strawberries. <laughs> <laughs> on the bag. I would eat one from the bottom of my grandma's purse. It might have been there for five years. I'd be like, mm, strawberry candy. Yeah, I think they're supposed to be a hard candy. Has ever anyone ever had a hard one of those? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like um, the jelly part, but I like oh. the outside a little till it gets too squishy in my mouth. Uh, I'm a I'm a fan of the Werthers. Werthers originals, yeah. I mean, some old people candy is pretty. pretty good. Yeah. I do not like the Mary Janes. No. I think I Mary think Mary Janes are the same as the orange and black. Yeah, things. they're like. I think oh, okay. I've seen them. Yeah, they're like a peanut butter taffy thing. I like. 
I like that kind of candy. It tastes good. I also don't like cowtails. I like cowtails. Well, those are good. I like those. The caramel and cream. Those are good. Mm -hmm. And like the little caramel and cream, like, uh, circle things you can get too, which are basically like a flat oh, cowtail. Yeah, yeah. Why is the cream in the cowtail always like so covered in flour? I feel like I'm just eating flour and caramel. Yeah, it's cornstarch. Oh, it's cornstarch. flour, it's cornstarch. I learned that from uh, Mark Summers. <laughs> Why not use like powdered sugar or some shit? Was that on what would you do? Uh, no, it was uh, un unwrapped. Was that him? Uh, yeah, like unwrapped. Mark so, Summers, unwrapped. Dave's not here. He's our fact checker. <laughs> he was the voice of Scorpio. Mark Summers, but you have no idea. This is Mark Summers unwrapped. Yeah, but... <laughs> Die. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, he was in that. Uh, wasn't he in the motorcycle? <coughs> Mark Paul Gosler. Yeah, that's what I always see here. I had VIP tickets to meet him and Robin and be on stage at the Double Dare Live thing at the freaking On Center, and then they just canceled that shit. Of course you did. Yeah. I was so <laughs> mad. <laughs> I was gonna stand by the big nose and. Uh, Your hand right up there. It was. That's that like a COVID part. test. That's where they got the idea. <laughs> that's like, yeah, except I think the kids on Double Dare are a little less invasive. Uh, when they do a COVID test, they pull out a little red flag from your nose. Then you know. <laughs> yeah, that's like you have to go get it. That's why it's so far up there. If you I'm have COVID, the orange flag comes up. <laughs> actually kind of awesome, though. So you can do it yourself. Like, do it yourself. Well, you can get right up right in there right far it. enough. <laughs> you find the orange flag. And, and then you move on oh, to the slide. And then, and then you, you know move on to the slide into pudding. That sounds like a test that the president would peddle and people would buy it. Yeah. We got this wonderful test. An orange flag is going to shoot out of your nose if you have it. Yeah. It's going to be perfect. It's going to be instant. Turns out the vaccine is just sliding <laughs> down a long, twisty slide into a giant. <laughs> then you run the hamster wheel till you get to the, the top, and then you don't have COVID. As long as you can do that. <laughs> Under sixty seconds. <laughs> oh wait, you can answer questions before. And everyone gets a boombox. Everyone's gonna get the most wonderful boombox. It's gonna be and, a great. Boombox. And British knights. <laughs> British knights. <laughs> the best shoes. I always loved how the, the grand prize was always a vacation to Universal Studios in Florida. I'm like, you're fucking there. Like, <laughs> you want a trip to where you are. <laughs> yep and british knights yep all of them all the nickelodeon shows it was british knights for a very long time uh dave and i both thought that you could only get british knights by competing on a nickelodeon show so like if we, if we ever saw someone and this is when we were both before we had met each other when we were young children and watching nickelodeon that we'd like see people on the street and be like, oh man, were you on Double Dare? And they're like, no man, I, I went, my mom got these for me at Payless. Like, That's like, funny. Oh, the, only, right. the only Nickelodeon shoes were the moon shoes that everyone broke their ankles on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Those little mini trampolines. Which you can still find at garage sales these days. Oh, really? Like yep. every single one of them too. Yep. Remember Pogo Balls? I used to skin my knees on those shit so bad. Yeah, yep. Those, I couldn't do any of those. My brother was real good at the pogo ball. I was not. not at I all. was not good at anything athletic. I was good <laughs> at playing house and a bunch of other gay boy stuff. <laughs> like my sister had her dolls and I had my dolls. Like I had a Michael Jackson doll and a Jonathan Knight from New Kids on the Block doll. And yeah, I love Jonathan. He's my favorite. Mine too. Nobody ever my liked him. I know. Why didn't nobody like him? He was definitely the best looking. Was by a lot. Yeah, right? And and what about Danny? When I went and saw the New Kids on the Black reunion tour and they were selling like those old school buttons, like the huge buttons with the hearts. Um they were sold out of everyone at every merch stand except for Danny. They had so many Dannys. Nobody liked Danny. He was definitely <laughs> the most unfortunate looking of them all. Yes, yeah. he had very like like primate yeah. Yes, very, very gorilla-esque. He's the missing link. And nope, <laughs> just you couldn't buy that one because it was just like child porn. Because <laughs> you were a child. Like he looked like a child. Yeah, like, but like you were a child when when 
when you were getting into NKOTV. I mean, that's fair, but I, you know what I mean. You know what I'm trying to say. Okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. You don't want a button of a little boy. I you don't want a button of a little boy. Like I wanted the man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm wearing a button. It's a man. seven-year-old wants a real man. Um, <laughs> I remember seeing them with Tiffany at Darien Lake when I was eight years old, and this one moment just sticks out to me. And as I turned around behind me, there was like a young girl and she goes, this is the best day of my life! And I lost it. That sounds like a pretty effing good day. I would go see Tiffany. Well, Tiffany at NKO TV? I would, shit, oh, I'm yeah. a straight man and I would go to that show. I would go to that show right now. I think it started, the tour started out with them opening for her because they were just like breaking. And then like in the middle of the tour, they shot way up. So they flipped it and she became the opener. Ooh. Burn. <laughs> that sucks. I saw. Um, dating Jonathan at the time too. I saw Jordan Knight when he came hey. to the airgrounds for Hot 107.9 Summer Jam. Nice. Was yeah. that when he had the, um, and you know I could give it to you. Uh, yes. And he, he was there with Shaggy. <laughs> Oh, Mr. Mr. Yeah. Remember that time I called Shaggy accidentally? Yes, it's true. So our friend Patrick, that, oh my God, I was trying to get, our friend Patrick got really sick and I was trying to get <coughs> people to like wish him well and say hello. And he really liked the Little Mermaid. So that was the Shaggy, it was Sebastian in the live version. So he messaged me back and he sent me a, a video for him. And he told us, you know, I can call people on Instagram. <laughs> Oops. And he was like, hello. Hello, Mr. Lava Lava. <laughs> I stole Sean Paul's uh, decaf coffee pot. That was fun. Yeah, I was at Kahunaville in Delaware. Jesus. <laughs> There's a it was it's a long it was the competition between like all the different restaurants and like with the bar flair and like the server dancing and all that bullshit and somebody stole from my manager's purse and I got all pissed off and I was drunk so I just like raided the green room and I took a bunch of shit and they had like a entertainment stage and Sean Paul was performing there like the next night and his people had come in to set up like his coffee station I'm like fuck Sean Paul's coffee and I took the coffee pot I don't know what happened to it. <laughs> Uh, poor Sean. Oh, <laughs> I appreciate it. The rest of the trip were like, decaf coffee. Can I get some decaf coffee? Uh, every day, stole my coffee pot, stole my coffee pot, stole my coffee pot. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, okay. <clears throat> Not to be young again. Oh, God. Well, your pumpkins look badass, dude. Oh, God, Great job, good. by the way. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Uh, my hand still hurts. Yeah, I'm really pissed yeah. off because now he won't do the Rose Family. I'm not you doing did it. Such a good job. No, nope. I was gonna do those too, and then you did them, and I'm like, nope, I'm not doing those this year. I'll do something else. No, I'm sorry. That's all right. I'm doing Beetlejuice. Nice. Yeah. A lot of super glue was used, so don't be fooled because I messed up a lot. <laughs> so. They look awesome. It's tough. I mean, as someone who does the pumpkins like that every year, it's tough as shit. And yeah, your hand is gonna hurt for like another until probably like Thanksgiving. <laughs> I haven't made, I haven't done a detailed carving like that since uh, like 20 years ago when my mom and I used to do the pumpkin masters kits. So I forgot some of like the hints and tips, like you always start from the center and the small pieces first. And like, yeah. so I was. Uh, sometimes I do. Yeah. If you, you put the holes in there and then you like, right. you like LeBron James it with flour and the flour <laughs> sticks in the hole so you can see it better. Right. Sometimes, like for the kids, I'll do that, and then I'll just connect the dots. I've heard of using the sharpie, but I didn't want it in case I couldn't get it all off, and in case you know I didn't want to have any of the edges on there. Yeah, yeah. But those look dope, dude. You did a great job. Thank you. I've got uh, four in the den right now that are hollowed out, and I have to figure out what to put on them right now. I uh, printed out a Ruth Bader Ginsburg one. Mm -hmm. oh, I, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Might do that one first. That might be one of the first ones I do. Yeah. That's a good one. I wish I could like somehow safely transport mine over to you and like add them to your display. You could, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, you guys come over on the. You guys should come over on Thursday. Okay, check yeah. it out. I, I I would be worried about trying to bring four pumpkins and have them not roll around and fuck up. Oh yeah, yeah. Don't well, don't, don't 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 uh, jeopardize your pumpkins. But you I should agree. come over and check it out. Have a drink anyway. 
every October. You all should. We were all <laughs> we were always doing a show, so Josh would always carve a pumpkin like that we could put out on display at like the tickets. So he did like an Evil Dead one with like Ash with. Yeah, the that one was crazy. But that was always the scariest thing was transporting yeah. them to the playhouses. I'm like, oh my god, what have you hit yeah. up? It's Unless, so except for some of them, like the Marty felt. I did an Igor one that was <laughs> awesome, but I was like, this one's never gonna break. It, it didn't have very many like little tiny parts in it. But then yeah. the flip side of that coin, the one I did for the Crucible was oh, like stupidly detailed, and it had people hanging from like nooses and stuff. That's, like I that. saw a picture of that one. That was retar- Ooh, I almost said the R word. That was ridiculously good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but that one. I was like holding it, like I'm pretty sure I was holding it more gently than I've even held any of my kids, oh, like, like on the way there. <laughs> like, shh, okay, there. But the bad part about it is they all eventually rot. And right, you're done. I I was thinking I wanted to get some of those foam pumpkins because you can get mm-hmm. foam pumpkins and just carve them and have them all the time. But I'm like, nah, then I won't be carving pumpkins every year, and that's kind of what you could do. Is you could get some foam carve a few foam every year and hold on to those ones and just keep building to your collection and then carve a few real ones every year too you know what i mean just so you can still do that and but put out your foam ones and then after a couple of years you're gonna have like you know 50 foam pumpkins which would be awesome i could make it even better out there with a the display because yeah. it's pretty nice but i could do more i want to do more it's kind of addicting i know i'm like i want to do another one yeah i want to do a patrick and a jocelyn and a roland and a and a cd i used to totally do jocelyn <laughs> I know. I can't wait to see your guy. Oh my god! I can't wait to see your. Finally, took the wig out of the package to let her air out a little bit. Yeah, is it gonna be Farrah Fawcett kind of feathered bangs and shit? It's very, yes. it's very much pre-poison concert, Jocelyn. Yes. Long hair. <laughs> oh my god! It's gonna I, mean, be I was gonna like I was looking at Amazon and Walmart and all those sites for like a kitten sweatshirt, but okay. and I found some, but they were like thirty bucks, and I'm like, you know what? I'm not ever going to wear this again. So that's why I decided to go with the Jazzigail shirt. Cause I'm like, I can see myself wearing that like around or at least like hanging yeah. out. You know what I mean? Like a kitten sweatshirt. I don't really think that's my. No, yeah. I like the Jazzigails. So. And it's like distinct to the show too. So it's like an extra. Yeah. So it's a little yeah. bit of creative liberty with her, but mm. I mean. Rolling shit is so easy for me. I honestly, I, I don't, <laughs> I'm, I'm wearing it right now. my favorite is he he came in the kitchen the other day and he was googling rolling shit like just to see like what he needed to wear and stuff <laughs> he was wearing the same freaking <laughs> like he had it on his body i was like oh okay so i just need a blue flannel okay and then he, <laughs> he has one and i have I, it was in my closet <laughs> So he, you just need to like. I'm gonna do a, a little pot, a little uh, pot. He's like Halloween ever. Yeah. And he's gonna, you're gonna wear the mullet wig. Yeah, I got a mullet wig. Well, I got the one I wore uh, for Garth that I'm just gonna wear. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. nice. So. Oh my god, that's gonna be so perfect. And that's it. And you're gonna look great, and it's gonna be good. Tatum is gonna be an angel covered in blood. That's what she said she wanted to be. Uh, All right. Last I heard. An angel, not gonna cover her in blood. She's gonna get dirty enough. That's true. <laughs> you could like, you could just like carry her, like uh, like the carrying at the prom, just like put her under a bucket, just dump it on her real quick. Yeah. We're just like evil better and just get an air compressor full of blood. <laughs> That'd be awesome too. Just get um, the little pouches because you just squeeze them and they. Because oh, yeah. like pack. during during Evil Dead, when I when when I would have to die or whenever anyone else would have that's to die, Evil Dead the musical. We I just squish it and like well I was the slutty one with the big boobs. I mean, <laughs> right uh, always be here. But like one night I squeezed it and it didn't. It, it was a dress rehearsal, but it didn't sit in my packet right and it, mm. instead of bursting all over my chest it went up my face and into my hair <laughs> i hate it when that happens i had like <laughs> a drop on my chest <laughs> sounds like saturday nights it was yeah fun i was mad i wasn't in that show but that's okay that sounds awesome. it was like a glue base so like i was the first one to die so when i got it all over my chest by the end of the show my boobs were like glued together <laughs> so i had to like peel them apart it was, it was, I have a lot of pictures of that. 
<laughs> and it made that noise too. <laughs> oh my god! I remember like the blood capsules we used to eat as kids, and they they tasted disgusting. Yeah, those made me sick. <clears throat> I was a kid once, and I was going to be a vampire for Halloween. So I took like three of them like an idiot and put them in my mouth and like chomped down on all of them. And I did it upstairs, like, cause I was getting ready to go out and I just wanted the blood dripping down my face. So I did it upstairs in the bathtub, like, thank God, because I chomped down on all three of them and instantly was like, <laughs> like puking blood. I was like, oh my God. But I like just kind of cleaned it up. And then I went outside Ew. and went trick or treating cause it was gross and it was awesome. <laughs> and- <laughs> I like when you get like the stage blood at like the at the scenery mm-hmm. shop and it's like mint flavored. Like, but it's not. It, no, it's not. Oh, I've never heard of mint flavored. That's what it says on all the packages. Mint flavored. Yeah, it's That's not. That's a lie. <laughs> what is it made out of? Uh, corn syrup. Part, I think. I this corn syrup would be good. Wouldn't it be nice and sweet? <laughs> it is yeah. sweet. It's like corn syrup and ass. I think though. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. All right, so Eric, I know you did um, movies at your house this weekend. Yes. Uh, yes. So on that tip, uh, I know, uh, actually, I'll do the same. I'm, I can guess. I think I know what your favorite horror movie is, but I'm going to have you say it. Um, so what's your favorite Halloween horror movie, you know? I'm, I'm 100% loyal to Chucky, so it's got to be Child's Play, because Chucky's my boy. Yep. But I don't think it's, like, the scariest movie or anything. Like, I, I have my favorites for different reasons. Like, I... I think overall my favorite scary movie of all time is probably The Exorcist, just because I think it's just so brilliantly done. Mm-hmm. But um, gotta gotta go with my boy Chucky. He's he'll always be my always have my heart. <laughs> so you like me, I'm assuming, got into horror movies pretty young. How young were you when you started watching horror movies? Five years old, and the first one I ever saw was Child's Play. So maybe that's why I love it so much. That's why I would hate it. I think if I saw that movie that young, I'd be like, no. I had I had a My Buddy doll, and after I saw that movie, it stayed buried at the bottom of my junk pile in my room for like seven years. Yeah. Yeah. I could imagine. My sister had gone to a sleepover with her friend. She's four years older than me. She had spent the weekend at her friend's house and watched it, came home and told me all about it. And she's like, it looks just like you're my buddy doll, and he comes to life and he kills people. And I was like, I have to see this. Like, I was so – and my, my mom – and dad were like, should we let him watch it? Blah, blah, blah. They finally decided, you know, watch what you want, but you're not coming to our bedroom if you get scared. And I was like, I don't care. I can handle it. Watched it. Nearly shit my pants. Tried to go to my parents' room. My dad, like, wouldn't let me in. My mom was like, get an asshole. Let him in. And, but that was like, that began my, like, my love relationship for him. And then begged my dad to take me to the sequel, Child's Play 2. It came out in 1990, and I was eight. And it was a family affair. He took me, my mom, my sister. We went out to the movies, family to go see Chucky murder people. <laughs> my birthday is October 25th. And that is the official Chucky the Killer Doll Day. Oh, that's awesome. Lucky. Uh, yeah. That's awesome. National calendar it's on the Chucky national day? calendar. If you, wow. look, if you look up October 25th. Well, Dave's our fact checker. He's not here, so we're not here. <laughs> I, that's awesome. I'm jealous of you. But um, so yeah, we came home from that movie and I was washing up in the bathroom and my dad thought it would be funny and he went to my room and he got my, my buddy doll and he put it on the staircase with a fake butcher knife in his hand, raised up like this, unbeknownst to me. And I started going upstairs to go to bed and as I turned the corner, there's the doll with the knife. Oh my God. An hour after I just saw the movie oh. and I lost my mind and my mom's like, you're an asshole, why would you do that? You're such an asshole. And, so yeah. I- amazing i test my kids every year to see if they're ready for horror movies and they're still not they're nine they're eight and nine and they're still not ready for it and that's fine i mean i was like seven i think when i started getting into them six or seven and i saw every single halloween movie by the time i was uh those are my favorites the the first five at least that were out when well four not including three um but those ones i saw like i saw by the age of 10 and like I'm like, wow, I can't believe I did that when, like, my kids are in no way, am, am I, th- do I think they're ready to watch those? Like, I, I test them out because we go to, uh, like, pumpkin patches and all that stuff every year, and they always have corn mazes. And I test yes. whether or not the kids can watch horror movies by how scared they get the when I run ahead in the corn maze and jump out and scare them. 
And my daughter, Tatum thinks she's tough. She thinks she is tough. But I jumped out of a corn maze, and it wasn't a scary corn maze at all. It was dark. But I jumped out of a corn maze and was like, bah. Like, that's about it. That's about all I did. And her and my niece, like, I shot their puppy and then dropped their ice cream cone on its corpse because they were so <laughs> upset. I'm like, yeah, we're not going to watch a horror movie this year. And then the other thing, Corey, uh, Tatum and I go in the stupid, stupid uh, ride through um, haunted house ghost train. I hate thing. those. I don't even like them. I won't go in them. Because those are the real type of rides you get murdered in for real in the movie. <laughs> and your body is like the Just in there somewhere. Yeah. But there's like two of those that really suck. And then the third one is pretty, like, compared to those ones, it's a whole compared other to level. the ones where you go around the corner and it just goes, Wah! Yeah, that's it. It goes, eh, 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 eh. And there's some flashing lights. So those ones, Tatum goes on and she's like, ah, oh, those weren't scary. I'm tough. Let's go on this one. And I'm like, okay, I don't see any kids getting off this one. Like, <laughs> I don't see any kids in line for this one. I'm like, maybe this one's like actually pretty good. And I'm like, you know what? She thinks she's tough. Let's do this. Let's see what happens. Hey, that, that was a bad idea too. <laughs> she was like, when it comes to like real scare, she doesn't know what real scares are yet. And I'm like, right. Well, maybe start them off small. Maybe don't start them off with like the slashers, Jason, Freddy. Like maybe start them off with like more thrillers, like uh, Stir of Echoes, or, like more like the ghost stories, you know, yeah. that aren't so in your I face. Really My mom doesn't do any kind of horror movies. She loves Halloween, but she likes classic horror movies. So like she's into like the Bella Lugosi Dracula. Like the Universal Monsters. Like yeah, those would probably be yeah, good to and, start and them monsters, on. Monsters, not like serial killers, not right. not slasher flicks. Not shit that, that could actually happen. Not no, exactly. Right. But not even zombies. Like I mean like just dumb like werewolves. And and not even the cool underworld werewolves. Like like Wolfman kind of werewolves. Right. Yeah. Right, right, right. Um, I didn't see any of that when I was a little kid because she didn't watch them. I think the first scary movie that I ever watched, I was probably like 13, and I think it was Carrie. And mm. I mean, it didn't scare me. Like, like I, I, I guess right. the only part that really scared me was the very end when the hand comes up. Like, that's mm -hmm. the scariest part of the whole movie. Yeah, like Carrie, Carrie was not overly, overly scary to me. Scary. Like, yeah, it was bloody, but like... Right. It looks scary. The, the cover art in the video store made it look scarier than it was. Because you just saw her covered blood like in her look. It looked terrifying, but it wasn't. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I think her mother was way scarier than she was. I still yeah. thought she returned to Oz without thinking, like, that's Carrie's mom. Oh my God, yes, return to Oz. Yeah, she's well, Return to Oz in itself is fucking terrifying. Terrifying. The wheelers. The head collection? What? Yeah. Oh man. Everything about that movie is fucked up. <laughs> The beginning of that movie is Dorothy going to a fucking mental institution because like, they don't believe her about Oz and shit, and then she dies. <laughs> girl, that girl fucking, the girl she runs off from the mental institution with fucking dies. <laughs> the first 20 minutes of a kid's movie? A Disney movie at that. Yeah. Like, wasn't it Disney? Disney. Yeah. Like the one girl, Wonderful like, like Beruza Balk. Yeah, Beruza Balk jumps on this fucking raft that miraculously appears with a chicken, and the other girl straight drowns to death. And like, you don't hear about that again. You don't even hear about that again. She's just Ozma. And then she's Ozma, but it's like, no, that's your friend that died. You're suffering from severe delusions. <laughs> You're fucked up, Dorothy. Delusions of grandeur, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, I wish they had said that. <laughs> okay so we're talking about fucking obscure and crazy shit halloween kind of movies what's the not necessarily the worst one you've ever seen but like the weirdest fucking most most almost b movie one you've ever seen or or just even the weirdest one the one that stuck out the most <laughs> like, oh, shit, gosh, so many because i used to i mean i used to go and look purposely for the shittiest acting the shittiest effects like i wanted it to be so bad um there's a series of of dvds that i could only find at best buy and they were super i actually i'm gonna grab i mean you won't be able to see it on the podcast but i want you to see what i'm talking about um keep talking keep talking yeah. like, like b b horror movies you ever see any of those Gordon? they're um they're 
the weirdest things because they're they're all like alliteration. So like here's morbid mutilations and uh, uh, mental maniacs and demented deviants and hostile hauntings. And each one has like six or seven movies. And I swear these are like college student films. They're so bad and so like, I mean, they're funniest things you've ever seen in your life. So I would so, say any of these <laughs> would be the weirdest. Um, yeah, it's just, but uh, there's a great one I love called Blood Moon. It was an Australian movie from 1990. Have you ever heard of it? It's all one word, Blood Moon. No. That's probably one of my favorite B movies. Um, I have it on VHS. Uh -huh. About a murderous science teacher who starts killing all of the girls in the sorority uh, at a college in, in Australia. And there's a great scene at their dance with this like 80s glam band and like, they're lip syncing horribly. The music doesn't match up to like what the drummer's doing. And it's just, it's comical and hilarious. So that was a very long winded answer, but. No, it's all right. Long winded is the name of the game on the Smallwood sessions. Not in tangent, tangent and long winded. <laughs> Those are two of our favorite words. I don't think I know any like, yeah. I... Corey was in Scream Queens, the musical what? though, which was all about B-movie horror broads. That's cool. And I say that. babes just making a living. Yeah, that's what it was. Scream It's another how the fuck did it get made. That's uh, another That's musical. another one where I was on stage with, you know, two pairs of chicken cutlets in my bra and it turned out to be like a double G. <laughs> it's a great show. <laughs> it's a great show. <laughs> so just big boobs and blood. It's like... Yeah. That's pretty much. There wasn't any wasn't blood in that. In that. Well, well, the whole basis of that show is there were six girls, six actresses, and it was at a Scream Queen convention. And we were all talking about, you know, our rise to B movie stardom. Okay. And we, in the movie, we had VHSs that we would actually, we played that we recorded in advance showing like our famous scenes. Okay, that's cool. Ridiculous. So, like, my first one, I was like in a kitchen and I, there was a killer behind me and I like dropped the toaster. Or no, something. He was chasing you with a mixer. He was chasing me with a mixer and, and I was running away. The cord ran heels. out and he got away from her and she got away from him and then took off her high heel and like beat him. Yeah. Yeah. But it was like so off. But there was that one. And then there was one where I was, I played two roles. I was the bad guy and the good guy. And I was a vampire, and I turned around to, to like bite my bite the other girl who was also me. But then she turned around and she also had vampire teeth in, and she scared the vampire. But when I went to scream, the teeth popped out of my mouth. So that was ridiculous. And then there was like a psycho one, or like I went to grab the chair and turn around, and there was a skeleton, and I just <laughs> it was. Yeah. Hey, I mean, I'm down for that. I like ridiculous. It was a ridiculous. I'm pretty show. sure that there, the video is on the Facebook. No, I'm pretty sure I posted on Facebook because I think Rob Sharp sent it to me. Like, remember this? I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather not. Hey, maybe they could do like a uh, a modern sleepaway camp musical and like have a touch on like transgender or like, you know, <laughs> like it could be a, you know, maybe she doesn't have a penis at the end. Maybe, maybe he has a vagina at the end. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I think I mean, Corey and I is both completely just turned into minions right there. For like three minutes. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I would like to see more horror movies turned into musicals. I saw American Psycho on Broadway. That was fantastic. I can't believe it only lasted like three That's months. That's a fucked up horror movie. Yeah. I mean, not, not so not so much horror just like huh. i mean it's, it's, one, it's one of those could really happen sort of super yeah. handsome so right he's batman um, i think like the most terrifying ones are like the random home invasions the ones that just like they happen they could happen anywhere to anyone for no rhyme or reason yeah like what was the one we yeah, the one we saw this summer uh, at the oh, drive-in yeah. uh, by Dave Franco uh, directed it. It was uh, The Rental. Yes. I think. Mm, it was about, 
it was a thriller and it was uh like about airbnbs and stuff and they they went to an airbnb and they realized there were like cameras in the shower and, and all like all over the house and all this shit and they confronted the guy who like uh renting. was renting the house out to him he's like i don't know what the hell you guys are talking about and then like i'm not gonna spoil it and then some crazy stuff happens but like it was pretty good like it was kind of like a horror movie well, we hadn't first... seen and it was like the first like new movie to come out well and it was also year. like one of the only movies of that nature that like it just ends and there's no like resolve yeah like there's the... no res- it literally is just like and that's it yeah like the, like, an- the antagonist is like still <laughs> out there and you're like oh shit like that could be out there it's- that's what terrifies me about Airbnbs. I've never even used one because that in my head is that scenario every time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was funny because after the movie, they were doing like, um, there was like a little after the movie talk or whatever. And one of the actors was like, the scariest part of this whole movie was that the fact that we were staying at an Airbnb while filming (laughs) this. So he's like, we'd get done wrapping the movie or wrapping the scene up and go home. And he's like, and I was like checking all the walls for the camera. Yeah, I would too. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen that new one that's out called Spree? No. After we're done, do yourself a favor. Go watch the YouTube. It's just Spree, S-P-R-E-E. And it's like a, almost a movie recorded entirely around a dash cam of a psychotic Uber driver who basically takes all of his passengers and kills them or whatever. And he just seems like this normal guy. He's like, all right, guys, today we're going to give it a ride. Let's see who we're going to kill. You know, these just everyday life sharing. Oh, no. Free. The trailer looks terrifying. And it's supposed to be really good, but I haven't watched it yet. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, there's, a, there's a bunch of, like, pretty well-known people in it, too, like having cameos in it. Oh, really? As the, as the passengers. Yeah, there's a bunch of movies I need to watch, like, in the next couple of days. Actually, I watched Poltergeist last night at, like, 12 o'clock at night, and I was like, because uh, we had Erica Mosier on uh, a couple of days ago, and uh, she was talking about how that was the first one she saw as a kid, and uh, how ever since she saw that movie, she had an unreasonable fear of clowns, and I was like, when did you see that movie? She's like, probably, like, seven or eight. I'm like, yeah, that's not an unreasonable fear of clowns. If you saw Poltergeist at that age, you have a very sane fear of clowns, <laughs> because that movie, <laughs> the clown in that movie is fucking terrifying still. I was watching it last night by myself on the couch, and that, fuck that scene with the clown. Not yeah. even the clown sucking her into the closet, like, the, the part where the boy, the the son is sleeping in the bed and he like covers the clown up and he like hides under like no fuck that that thing would have been out of my room the day it came in that movie's terrifying i didn't like the remake but that original is terrifying yeah the original is terrifying the, the I, remake is, I, I is, like is the, the braces scene in the original is the kids that? the braces scene is that from the original or is that from the sequel it's a sequel i think i yeah, think i choked off a little bit in the middle i think that's the second one I, I love think it. The scariest, like, oh, my, my dog does not like poltergeist. Hey. Maybe she senses a poltergeist right now. Maybe. I think someone's here. Uh-oh. Could it be? I don't guess. Know, but she's very excited. <laughs> Who was she's it? Horrible, though. Oh, it was another dog. Um, no, I was just going to say that, like, I think one of the, oh, I don't want to say scary because it wasn't scary. One of the most disturbing, like, highly disturbing movies I've ever watched in my life, Human Centipede. No, we already talked about that. Don't watch it. Don't. Yeah, oh, don't. It, it, but, like, it was the weirdest thing because when we started watching it, I'll never forget this because I was pregnant with Trent. Remember? I, we I remember down, you being pregnant, yes. We were down in the basement, and it was awful, but it was one of those situations where I was like, but I can't turn it off. I just mm-hmm. have, and every scene was worse than the last one. And I'm like, why are yep. we watching this? And Josh is like, well, I'll turn it off. And I'm like, no. No. Yeah, yes. my my advice to the world is do not well, do not watch that movie. Two. 
It literally the most disturbing. It wasn't even scary. It was just awful. Yeah. Don't like there was that whole torture porn, um, like saw hostile kind of period of time where it was just like, how gross can we make this? Yeah. How, like, See, yeah. I like saw one. The yeah. first saw, yeah. saw two even. Saw two even was pretty good. You saw two, the one with the needles? Needle pit. Yes, that's all I remember is the goddamn needle pit. That, and is that the same one with the razor blade box? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yep. oh. But saw one and saw two are good. I actually own those. And then, like, after that, I was like, no, now it's just how, like you said, how gross can we go? Like, how far can we go with this? I'm glad that the horror genre has moved away from that again. Like, because that was a big thing. Like, 2000s, mid-2000s, like... That was the whole thing, and it was like every movie was just gross and gore. And I don't mind gore, like when it's like Evil Dead, the Evil Dead. You know, that's one of my favorite movies. Uh, Evil Dead Two, one of my favorite you know horror movies, and that's just gore. That's right. blood spraying all over the place, gore. But it's also that's the kind of movie it is. But like when it's just like how gross can we make it? How yeah. I remember going to see the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and that's exactly it. Like, the new one? I mean, yeah. With Jessica Biel and shit? Yes. And I was like, I don't have a problem with, like, the movie monster, like, like Leatherface. I don't have, but, like, I don't need to watch him peel someone's face off. Like, it's scary <laughs> enough to just watch him put the, the mask on. Like, I don't need to sit there watching him with the, with the knife cutting it and just like gore for the sake of just, like there's a difference between watching something and being scared and watching something like this you know right just eyes closed like oh god just tell me when it's over that's disgusting. Um, funny games was like that for me i don't know if you've heard of funny games but it was uh it was a foreign film and it was remade shot for shot in america it has uh naomi watts in it and it's just about a, a family at a lake house and and some punk ass neighbor kids come over to borrow some eggs and meanwhile proceed to take them hostage in their own home and torture them and the child and all this stuff for no reason. And it's just, it's just like, yeah. It just doesn't sit right with you when you watch it. American Horror Story, like the very first season, I love the first season, but like the second episode is Home Invasion and I hate it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That one. I hate it. Yeah. Well, American. Uh, on that note of American Horror Story, I know Corey's answer to this is season one, right? And that's my answer to it too. But Eric, what do you what do you say is the best season of American Horror Story? I 100% agree with season one. Season one. I mean, so good. It's just miles and bounds, leaps and bounds above all the other ones. Okay, for me. I had yeah. so much hope for season three for Coven. Was that Coven? Yeah, I like I really it. For it, and I really didn't love it. His. The thing with almost every season of that show for me is I end up loving half of it. Yes. And it's either the first half and then it goes to shit. I agree or with you. The That's first half is shit and he finally gets it back up and then it ends. That's how the was for me. It was so good. And then all the yeah. alien stuff that happened, I was totally out of it. Right. Really? Alien shit. Oh, I never even finished this. Yeah, there was um, Roanoke for me. I oh. really liked the first half. Then when they went to that reality show part, I was like, this is dumb. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Or saw a sideshow. the whole way through. But maybe I'm biased because Gaga was in it. It's but funny, I did love Hotel. That's the only one that we haven't finished in its. I never season. finished Asylum. Oh, oh no. I never finished all I never of finished Hotel. Asylum. I think we got And I never finished Hotel. Episode six or seven before I, we called it. Hotel was. Like, I'm sorry. Drill Dick, that was it for me. <laughs> Yeah. Episode one. Yeah, that was like episode one or two or something like that. But I was like, I, I, I don't need that in my life. <laughs> and I would, and I would say that that season is one of the ones that really picked up in the second half. Yeah. Yeah. See, and I, I believe that because I, we stopped around like episode six. Well, I stopped at like episode six. That episode season was probably the least amount of unanswered questions, un, unsettled, unfinished business. Like I feel like there's always these like plot holes and things that he never ties up. That that season was tied up very well for me. Yeah. Um, I never finished 1984, even though I really liked what I saw. I never got through it. It was, okay. it was okay. It was okay. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. I had higher expectations for it, but it was still, it was okay. I thought Apocalypse was great. I loved Apocalypse. I did. I, I loved Rowan Oak, though, too. I really yeah. did. Kathy Bates is fucking horrifying. Oh, and yeah. I feel like if I ever meet her in real life, I'm going to be terrified of her. 
<laughs> Which makes me sad because I've always really, really loved her. I love her. Like, I've ever seen any once in this. Like, ah, sure. <laughs> Scary. Scary stuff. Um, yeah, no, she's always been one of my favorite actresses. She kills everything she does. Did you watch a side note? Did you watch Hubie Halloween on Netflix? What was it? It's called Hubie Halloween with Adam Sandler. I think Sandler. I saw it. Oh, the Adam Sandler one. No, I didn't. Is it good? Uh, no, it's uh, <laughs> okay. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad Corey said that because I, I was going to say no. the same thing. It's funny. Uh, but it's no. stupid as shit. It's, it's so a, stupid, it's Adam but it's entertaining. Yeah. I watched it twice. Well, thanks for joining us this week on the Smallwood Sessions Halloween Three season of the Vote. I hope you all went out to vote yesterday. Hope you're all doing all right. I hope you know the Smallwood Sessions is here for you no matter what happens. Remember, you can get a hold of us Twitter, Swood Sessions, Instagram, Swood Sessions, Facebook, Smallwood Sessions, or smallwoodsessions.com. You can get a hold of us any of those places. Let us know how you're doing. Let us know how we're doing. We just want to talk to you. If you want to be on the podcast, let me know. Get a hold of me on any of those platforms, and we will. It's that simple. I just like to talk to people about stuff that they're doing. Well, hope you enjoyed this week. And we'll see you next week for episode 42, A Podcaster's Guide to the Universe. See you next week, guys.